uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator's enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite. Hey, hey, welcome everybody to another episode. We are on another episode, and we are on episode 44. I figured it out yesterday. So episode 44. Now, if you happen to be catching this on the podcast version not the video version here that's live well those numbers might be a little off but boy do we have a lot to talk about today it has been a crazy 24 hours i guess is the best way to put it and uh before we get started let's take care of a little housekeeping and hopefully my voice lasts because i still can't get rid of this cough first off anything you hear on here does not constitute tax or legal advice just one person's opinion and two, there's a few ways that you can support uh, these episodes. If you'd like, you can head over to the PMA Manifesto or the um, East Coast PMA. It's right there at the bottom. Get yourselves a copy of the DIY templates. And then there's more content on there than you can stake the proverbial stick at. So feel free to check that out also. And then as always, if you do want to take back your computer sovereignty, then take a look at start nine. And if you use the code rebel Alliance, you get 9% off of your purchase, which is huge to be able to take back control of your data. And you know, everybody says, Oh, my stuff's in the cloud. Well, the cloud's just somebody else's computer. So you might as well have your own quote unquote cloud and have your own end to end encryption, run your own uh, lightning nodes and stuff like that. So that being said, let's get into today's topic. And oh, one other thing, if you happen to be on Noster, feel free to check me out, Aaron Bowman at snort.social. And uh, if you don't know what that is, it's a protocol that uh, is decentralized that allows you to have pretty much free speech, which is nice. Um, kind of a similar layout to X if you had to uh, describe it to somebody. So let me just figure out where my mouse is here. And we are going to be talking about a couple different things. The big thing we're going to be talking about is Amos Miller. He is back in the news. Uh, this happened yesterday. I caught the article by uh, the Lancaster Patriot, who I've reached out to them because they were there live on the scene when it happened. So hopefully we can get them on here to discuss uh, what they saw and what they took in firsthand. I've also reached out to Amos's attorney, Robert Barnes, to see if he is available to come on here for uh, a short uh, piece to tell us about the legal battles that they're they're going on. And we have some uh, a statement here that we'll, we'll read that Robert Barnes had released and kind of what's been going on from what I got from uh, the Lancaster Patriot. So you can check them out. I think it's LancasterPatriot.com. Uh, same on X, I think, is also their handle. But um, for those of you who don't know, um, oh, before we jump into this, one other thing, no matter where you go, you get hit in the face with this whole Epstein list stuff. So uh, if you want to see the 900 and something page document that was released from the court and you want to do your own research and see whose name is on there, whose name is not, feel free to head over to the East Coast PMA. I have that as a blog post. You can download the PDF yourself and type in anybody's name you want to search to see who comes up. So um, I did that just because it's everywhere in the news and there's a lot of misinformation out there. And we're all about, you know, truth and liberty and that sort of thing. So for those of you who don't know uh, who Robert, Robert Barnes, uh, he's a constitutional attorney. If you don't know who he is, you probably should look him up. He's had some pretty big cases. If you don't know who Amos Miller is, he is a Amish farmer in Pennsylvania. 
and he has a very large association and he i think i did a post on this where you can see some of the court documents he um oh wait we got some comments here let me pull that tab up and uh we'll answer those later um so uh the um the state the local government the federal government has been coming after amos because he basically has a farm and he does not have any gmos he has unpasteurized milk and he works only with his members and this is where we get a lot of questions about how well do associations stand and and how well do they hold up in court and this is a pretty good case to look at because there's a couple different aspects of it um amos when he first was um dealing with the state before he hired he went through his second attorney and got robert barnes he was trying to do a lot of stuff on his own and um the way he was going at it wasn't correct and what he was doing he's starting to throw in a lot of the um uh state national stuff that you see um kicked around online and the all capital letters names and all this other stuff and um you know it's a straw man account and anyways uh he was getting all these fines he wasn't allowed to sell his products uh to his members and from my understanding what they did is they came after him for labeling and selling across state lines and because he wasn't using usda facilities and, and stuff like that so it's actually a pretty interesting case you can find a lot of it online um but what i wanted to talk about today is the update so they settled this they they've got fines reduced or um mr barnes kept uh mr uh, miller out of prison and all this other stuff because they were coming after not only him but his wife and everybody else and they were threatening him with a bunch of stuff if he didn't stop doing it so um from my understanding there was uh he was allowed to sell certain stuff that was left but i guess he couldn't have any new stuff if i remember correctly um and uh basically they're just harassing this farmer this this amish farmer who's working with his members that know exactly what they're getting. They know that the stuff is unpasteurized. They know that it's non-GMO. They know it's not, you know, the cow may not have been slaughtered in a USDA facility, what have you. So they knew all this stuff was going on. All the members knew. And apparently uh, yesterday or January 3rd, what's next today, the 5th already? So on January 3rd, there was um, several... Pennsylvania state troopers and others that were um, that spent several hours several hours inside Amos Miller's building and they were executing a search warrant that was issued on January 3rd 2024 by a judge named Denise Commons Commons I hope I got that right um, and there was also an affidavit attached to that and the affidavit uh, was for probable cause was attached and completed by Sherry Morris, Acting Bureau Director of Food Safety with the Department of Agriculture. So what this affidavit referred to was an incident with Miller's products, supposedly dating back to 2016 and as early as um, most recent as December of 2023. And basically, there was a claim out of the New York Health Department that confirmed a case of E. coli in an underage individual, along with a complaint out of Michigan. So I'm assuming and I didn't read um, everything word for word uh, yet. I haven't dug up all the documents yet, but it sounds like somebody was using raw milk with their child. Their child got sick. It got reported to somewhere and somehow it all trickled back to Amos. So um, basically, the Pennsylvania Department of Agricultural 
said that Miller had not filed for an application from the Pennsylvania Department of Agricultural and uh, under their uh, Retail Food Facility Safety Act, Food Safety Act, or um, milk sanitation laws, they were coming in with this warrant to uh, confiscate all this stuff. And if you go over to the Lancaster Patriot, you can see some photos because, like I said, hopefully I can get him on here to talk to him because he was there. Uh, he's got some great videos that have gone viral, um, I would say, uh, because he was there re filming and recording while this was all happening. So I think that's really huge that this information gets out there because there's been a lot of associations that have been challenged. And, um, you know, unfortunately for, uh, Amos here, he's probably the most well-known. There's been smaller ones, you know, education facilities and stuff like that have been, that have been challenged, um, you know, and I know of them from here all the way out, you know, from the East Coast all the way out to Hawaii. Um, so it's just a sad day that, you know, uh, our government wants to be so tyrannical and overreaching that myself as a grown male knows that I want to go to my neighbors or Amos in this case and say, I want some raw milk or I want to buy a chicken that has not been stuffed full of hormones and everything else. And, you know, is all natural because of my lifestyle, my religious beliefs, my medical concerns, all these different things. And so the government decided to say, Hey, no, you can't do this because allegedly somebody might've gotten sick. And, I don't know of any other cases where there have been any issues with stuff that Amos has sold. And so, of course, they come after labeling laws and everything like that. So what we see, unfortunately, to get around a lot of this is that other associations that are set up like this, they do herd shares. So you own a piece of the cow so you can consume as much milk as you want or a portion of that cow's milk for yourself. And there's nothing that the government can say about it, right? That'd be like having your own dairy cow in your backyard and then the government showing up and saying, hey, you can't drink the milk from your own cow. We're not at that point yet, but, you know, they want to get rid of cows because they have flatulence and it causes, you know, the ozone layer to, to get bigger or, you know, carbon monoxide and everything else. So um, that being said, not only do we see people do herd shares and stuff like that, we also see people um, that say, hey, I want organic chicken, but I don't want to raise the chicken. So I'm going to pay you to raise the chicken, and then I'm going to come get the chicken from you once they're butchered and stuff like that. Um, we've seen that now happening. We've also seen people labeling products for animal consumption only. And then after you buy it, whatever you do with it is completely up to you. It's sad that we have to get to that point and that as grown individuals, we can't make the best decision for ourselves and our family and know that there's a risk involved if I'm going to drink raw, unpasteurized milk. But I don't need the government to tell me that that's not okay. And this video is probably going to get banned on YouTube today because I'm just a little bent out of shape about how this one individual has been chastised by the federal government and local government and they're coming after him. And all he's trying to do is provide for his family and provide quality food that people want, that people are signing up and saying, hey, I want to be a part of your association. Now, where I think there's an issue in this is that his association, I wouldn't consider intimate. It is, you know, he's selling across state lines. He's got probably, I think, four to, let's call it four to 5,000 individuals. Um, maybe I can get Amos on a call and uh, record it and hear his side of this. It would be great. Um, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's sad this stuff has to happen. And so anyways, there was a U.S. Congressman, uh, Thomas Massey, a Republican out of Ken, uh, Kentucky, and he goes, quote, looks like Amos Miller's farm is being raided. 
Massey said. With all the problems in society today, this is what the government wants to focus on. A man growing food for informed customers. And that's the big part. They're informed. They know exactly what they're getting without participating in the industrial meat slash milk complex. It's a shame. It's shameful that it's come to this, unquote. And that's that's true. I think that, you know, this is just, you know, constant poking of the bear is not good in any aspect and i think this is just one more reason why more people should start getting associations up and running start having stuff on their homestead start having classes teaching people how to live a more free life and to be able to say listen if i want to grow i don't know if i want to have ducks and i want to eat duck eggs every day and then i want to harvest my own quail i'm going to do that and i don't care what the government says right because it's now getting to a point where they have fake meat, meat grown in labs, crap nobody wants to eat. You know, they have the impossible burger at Burger King, which is garbage and all this plant-based nonsense. And instead of people being able to make a decision for themselves, you've got these clowns from the state trooper department and who, whoever else was there, probably other people from the agricultural department, you know, serving a warrant and, and confiscating all this stuff. And if you go over to the Lancaster pastry, you can see photos where they've put, you know, do not consume. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It's like, do not consume, do not remove. It's being detained. Yeah. Product under detention orders not to be moved or used without authorization of the Pennsylvania Department of Agricultural. So basically now he has to wait for this department to get off their butt and say, okay, you know, um, you're all right to go back into business and start. I mean, it's ridiculous. Nobody should be able to be forced one out of business or two, if you have grown ass adults coming to you saying, Hey, I want a certain thing. As long as it's, you know, it's not like it's, it's not like he's selling an illegal substance, right? It's food for God's sakes. You know, I shouldn't say that. It's just, I'm just really bent out of shape today about this. It's ridiculous that this is going on. And that, you know, after, after everything was done in court and settled and he was paying his fines and everything like that. And Robert Barnes did a great job and he's, you know, he was on, um, uh alpha juliet i'll let you figure out who that is because if i say his name it's going to get me banned everywhere probably uh he was on there talking about this case a while back and you know he he's on point with what he says about you know it's informed consent these people know exactly what they're getting so this is what robert barnes uh released for a statement today the department of agriculture quote today the department of agricultural of uh agricultural of the state of pennsylvania suddenly came without notice raided Amos's farm and detained everything Amos had in his farm freezer. They did so in a lawless manner without appropriate authority in violation of their own rules and regulations, despite never objecting to the prior resolution reached with the federal government. Again, this was settled in court. And now all of a sudden they want to show up and start putting their thumb on the little man because they feel that, you know, they can be this tyrannical government. Anyways, and despite a complete failure by the state to even reach out to Amos knowing counsel Robert Barnes. The state owns uh, the state's own rules require advance notice, reasonable time frames for inspection and a showing of credentials, none of which occurred here. Instead, the state unlawfully obtained a search warrant based on material false statement in an affidavit by a high ranking state official in an agency with a known grievance against independent farmers like Amos, and after the raid and finding no evidence of wrongdoing, then illegally ordered detained every item of food in one of Amos's, Amos Miller's coolers, including buffalo meat, not even subject to federal regulation. 
this is insane. Like it's it it really just chafes my butt that this stuff is happening. Like I can't. It just drives me crazy. Like, uh, anyways, the detention order is. Uh, where am I? The detention order is apparently illegal under Pennsylvania law. Despite the consent harassment, Amos will continue to do all he legally can to provide the food to his uh, provide the food his members deeply need. Amos, thanks you for your continued support in this critical time for food freedom in America. And you know, the fact that they can, oh, God, this is just insane. Like this, here's this guy. This is. Amish farmer and because he's not a part of the big whether you know it's it's either you're part of the big war machine or you're part of the 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 food machine that says you have to eat meat grown in labs and because you don't do that though well, then they want to you know they want to snuff you out so um that being said uh thanks for all of you who are on right now uh feel free to drop a comment if you have a comment on this or if you have any thoughts on uh this whole ordeal with Amos it is pretty ridiculous and again like i said hopefully i can get some of these uh individuals that were there during this event while it happened and they were filming it get them on here to get like the eyewitness events and everything that happened because i think it is really ridiculous now if you'd like to support amos miller in his fight they do have a go uh give send go page set up and it's give send forward slash support Amos Miller, all one word. So um, I think they're trying to raise 150,000. It looks like they're at 39,000 right now. So if you can give, that would be great to help fight this uh, this tyrannical government overreach when it comes to our own food supplies. And, you know, it's not like it's being forced on people. People are searching this out and going there. So this is why we were talking the other day about the right to peacefully assemble in the, in the, in the right of association. And, you know, I think, you know, anybody can uh, armchair quarterback this and look at it. And just my personal opinion, if I was in Amos's shoes originally, initially, I don't think I would have gone down that. I know I wouldn't have gone down that route of, um, you know, the uh, uh, Patriot mythology type stuff, the all capital letters, names, nonsense. And, and I would have used actual rules, regulations, legalese, research, you know, filling out forms correctly and properly, you know, and that's where I think if you go over to um, Dr. Graves course, you can find the link. It's uh, how to win in court without a, a attorney. You can find it on East Coast PMA. That is a great starting point. And I think more people need to take that course to understand what an affidavit actually is, how to answer a complaint, how to file a complaint and that sort of thing. And then what your discovery tools are, because if this happens to any one of us, you know, maybe we can't hire a high profile attorney like uh, Robert Barnes, who, you know, he's had some really high profile cases and, you know, he's a great constitutional attorney and he did a lot of good for Amos. Again, it does cost. And none of us, as far as I know, have pockets as deep as the local government or state. So having an understanding on how the court system works and to be able to use it to hold somebody accountable when they pull crap like this, like if it was me. And uh, again, this isn't legal advice. It's just what I would do. Um, thinking right now about everything that's been going on, I would file criminal complaints against these individuals in their public and personal capacity um, just to, you know, kind of fight fire with fire. And I think that's the problem with a lot of people that have associations. They don't understand what to do when they are challenged. And I've seen this with others. You know, I've had talked to others who have gotten cease and desists and 
ceased and desists and that sort of thing. And they were told by these other quote unquote um, people who understand associations and supposedly the law or some extent of it, um, common law, statutory law, tort law, whatever you want to call it, um, to stick their head in the sand. And you don't have to answer these people because, you know, you're not in their jurisdiction. And obviously that's not true. We're seeing it right here. You know, we still have our rights and we have to defend our rights. And I think it's really important that people understand how that works. As you can tell, I'm a little fired up today. Plus, I've had like six cups of coffee. So that's probably not helping any. But um, yeah, uh, for those of you who are watching, um, let me know what you guys think about this. Um, let me know if you've if you've heard about this case before, if this is new to you. And then um, for those of you who missed it last night, we had our uh, monthly PMA call or association call with the gals over at the PMA Manifesto, which was really good last night. We used a different platform. We had been using Zoom. We switched over to Meetin. It worked pretty well. I think we'll be using that going forward. So I will post that in the, I guess it's like a chat for YouTube. So the YouTube page and in the Facebook and Telegram group. So if you're in that, keep an eye out if you want to jump on and get your questions answered. If you don't want to jump on one of these live calls and put your message in the text, so to speak. So that's kind of what we got going on in the PMA world. So um, we're coming up on about 21 minutes right now. I, you know, don't want to beat a dead horse here, but I really just think it's it's really disgusting how our government works sometimes. And our, you know, they have like uh, Barnes has said they have rules and regulations that they're supposed to follow. They're supposed to give notice. They didn't do any of that. They just showed up with a BS search warrant and confiscated a bunch of stuff. And who knows what they took? Who even knows what was on that? I mean, I don't know if I'm sure Amos, I'm hopefully Amos was given a copy of the warrant to see exactly what they were searching for, but who knows? Um, it just sounds like they just kind of steamrolled them and took what they wanted and left. And, you know, hopefully that's not the case for him, but you know, I hope he keeps up the good fight and I hope people go and donate to his um, legal fund to help deal with this because it's not going to stop with just him. It's going to come to your neck of the woods. You could be the one that has a homestead that's selling chicken eggs to your neighbor and maybe you raise a couple pigs a year and you have them slaughtered and you want to sell some pork loins. And then all of a sudden you got a on your door and hey, we're here because you're selling meat to your neighbor. It's, you know, it's, it's not getting any better folks. We've got to really start, you know, uh, digging our heels in the ground and, and, uh, you know, fighting back using the legal system and inserting our right of association to peacefully assemble, you know, and using the fourth and, uh, first and 14th amendment. So that being said, um, the people's herbalist, thanks for coming on today and watching. I don't even know if you're still on. We, I think we had the most we ever had. I think it was six people at one point. So Continue to share the links, let people know about this channel. I do appreciate it. The Telegram group and everything else, I'd like to see it a little more active, uh, especially questions you know, concerning associations, getting them set up, how to run them properly, that sort of thing. Um, again, if you need your documents, you can go over to the PMA Manifesto. You can get the DIY templates there or at East Coast PMA. You can schedule a time with me or uh, either Angela and Erica and discuss with them you know if you're on the west coast and want to talk to somebody out there you can get a hold of erica if you want to do a consultation with either the angelas feel free i know angela harders has um, a lot of homeschooling stuff going on and um, she's got a lot with uh setting up different um schools in different areas so um through her church so definitely check that out if you need you know something along those lines feel free to reach out to any one of them 
And uh, again, we're going to be going uh, live every Monday through Friday from 1 to usually about 1.30, 1.40, somewhere around there. And um, I appreciate you spending your time with us or with us, with me. And um, let me know when you're watching from or where you're listening to this on the replay or watching the replay because I want to make sure I'm putting this out in the right platforms. Uh, I'm, you know, I've been uploading some stuff to Gab Social. We've been going live on YouTube, X, and Rumble. Uh, so, you know, if you think it should be in the Facebook group, let me know and I'll switch it up every once in a while. But, um, that being said, thank you very much for spending your time with us. It is Friday. So enjoy your weekend. I don't know if I'll do any special reports or anything this weekend. Um, maybe I will cause we're getting dumped down with snow 12 to 18 inches. Now they're saying so, um, since I got the snowblower up and running yesterday after two years of sitting, that was, you know, that's a plus, but um, maybe I'll be on this weekend. I don't know, but I will post something in one of the channels so you all know. And make sure you hit the uh, notification button through Facebook and Rumble. I think Rumble has one. Uh, that way there you can be notified when we're going live. And let me know if there's any topics you want to be, you know, you want to hear about or you want me to dive into. I'd be more than happy to, to do that for you all. So thanks again. Enjoy your weekend. And if I don't see you on Saturday or Sunday, then I will see you Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you on the next um, episode. Uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator.